Yo, 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 it's Mizzou yes, week. Uh, yes, sir. New week, baby. Tennessee faces off against Missouri Saturday noon kickoff. The Vols are a 21-point favorite. Man, these boys finna cook. I think they are so frustrated. Uh, They are locked in at a different level. And uh, I can't wait. And uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this episode, man. We diving in. Who is Missouri? Who are they offensively? Who are they defensively? And then I'm going to pose this question. Who cares? (laughs) I mean, look, we know. There, man, we got a lot of things to talk about when it comes to Missouri, but hey, also Tennessee basketball had a game last night, y'all. Listen, yes, man, sir. it is the most wonderful time of the year. Yo, it's that time of the week, man. It's who is Missouri? Uh, it's your boy Ruck. I'm here with my man Turner, man. Y'all already know it's it's Tuesday. We finna dive in heavy this week, man. I am so excited, even though it's just Missouri. Tennessee gets to play football again. Like that's yeah. what's exciting. It's time to, to redeem be, ourselves. I would, I, yeah, I would hate to be Missouri. I ain't gonna. I ain't even gonna lie. Oh yeah. Oh they they yeah yeah. It's not gonna be pretty. Um, no, no, no. I mean, and they got to come to the crib, bro. Yeah, he even said it. I mean, that that Georgia loss just fueled the fire. That's exactly right. It hurt, man. It hurt a lot. But um, Tennessee faces off against Missouri. ESPN FPI's matchup predictor has Tennessee ninety two point eight percent and Missouri seven point two percent. Missouri's starting quarterback uh, Brady Cook. He's a sophomore quarterback from St. Louis. Uh, he has thrown for 1,795 yards, six touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Uh, not a good stat, man. No. They're, they're starting running back Cody Schrader. He is a senior from St. Louis, Missouri. He has 111 carries for 509 yards and five touchdowns. That's, that's pretty nice. Um, mm-hmm. Their top receiver is actually Dominique Lovett. He is a sophomore receiver, and he has 45 catches for 659 yards and two scores. We'll dive a little bit more into, excuse me, I'm sorry, to into Missouri's offense here shortly. Uh, but, y'all, what a way to open the week, man. Tennessee basketball. Ooh. Nice. Them dudes different. And I know it was, it was Tennessee Tech. They started off slow. It, I mean, that's what happens after you go down in an exhibition game and handle Gonzaga the way you do, you know. Man, the side, man, you just see, you got, you kind of look at it as like, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing it to football. Okay, you got Tennessee and you got Georgia. Georgia got dudes. Tennessee basketball, we got dudes. We got some dudes, <laughs> bro. The the size is crazy. This and that's lie. one thing. That's one thing we haven't had in years. Like even even our good teams, they were never big, and so now yeah. to have a little bit of all of that, 
that's actually kind of fun. And I'm, I'm excited to see what this team does. Led by Zakai Ziegler, Santi Vescovi, Josiah James, uh, Irosh Plasvich, and Olivier Kamwa. Man, they just bring back so much talent. And then you get a transfer senior in Tyreek Key. That boy is nice. Tyreek Key, bro. He is yeah. just – he is built different. You hear me? Different, yeah. bro. Uh, I am really excited about this team. They won last night 75-43 in Thompson Bowling Arena. Um, Julian Phillips, the freshman, man. Yeah, that mug, dude, dude, his game is so smooth, bro. It is mm. so smooth. Uh, he actually, the high scorer last night was Zakai Ziegler. He went, he didn't shoot the ball very well, but he had 12. The thing about this Tennessee team, man, actually, sorry, Tyree Key <laughs> was the high scorer with 17. He went, he went 50% from the field, four threes. Like, dude can shoot the, he can shoot the peel, bro. Um, hey, what about Adu, man? Adu, he's stepping outside shooting that thing. Ain't I know. He? Hey, I was like, look at Jonas. Look at Jonas, man. Look at Jonas. He didn't shoot a single three-pointer last week, last year. <laughs> you know what I love about this team? It's so <clears throat> balanced. We I like it's like pick your poison. We're so balanced. We got scorers, we got shooters, we got ball handlers, we got big men. Like we haven't had those things in years. The rotation is crazy. Like anybody on that, anybody, anybody on that team can play. Dude. If we're being honest. Tyreek Key. Off the bench. Josiah James, off the bench. Jonas Adu, off the bench. Jemai Meshach, off the bench. Like, <laughs> we got, we literally can play 10 deep. Like, how many do you want to play? We can play 10. Yeah. I mean, I know it's Tennessee Tech, but Rick Barnes played every scholarship guy last night, except for <laughs> DJ Jefferson. He's red shirting this year. Yeah. Hey, rest up, my boy. <laughs> chill out chill out get them legs under you bro because i'm trying to tell you next year it's a wrap uh yeah it was just fun watching them play like like i said when in the intro it's the most wonderful time it yeah. really is bro like you got tennessee basketball you got tennessee football still doing well and getting ready to end this season strong but then then right around the corner you got baseball like you like this it's is already just a good time. Baseball has already started. Exhibition games already started. It's a good time, man. Mm. But yeah, man, if y'all, this Tennessee basketball team this year, I feel like is must see TV. When they get into the conference schedule, actually, Tennessee next Sunday, um, I'll be going to this game. Tennessee next Sunday plays Colorado in Nashville at Bridgestone mm -hmm. Arena. That's going to be a banger. Um, Colorado always has a decent squad. They always got big dudes, big just – I call them country strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just they just strong dudes from uh, – and so that's going to be a good game. I'm excited to watch that one. But Tennessee basketball is must-see TV this year for sure. Um I think in the SEC, when you look at the SEC, man, it's going to be another one of them Tennessee, Kentucky, Auburn, Arkansas kind of years. Hey, like, speaking, of speaking of basketball, man, what about uh, retiring Chris Lofton jersey in the Kentucky game? Man, we better win. 
man, you know, I was <laughs> since we're on the th- topic of basketball, I was sitting there talking to my wife tonight watching the basketball game. Man, it if Chris Lofton was playing in today's game, he's a first round pick. <laughs> and he would have averaged like thirty five. Oh, I know, man. It's so frustrating because it man, he ain't never played a he's always played overseas, right? He ain't never yeah. played in the NBA. I don't even think he got in the G League. I don't even think he played summer league G, uh, NBA basketball. So, no, I think it's all overseas, man. Yeah, they said yeah. they said he was they said he was too short. Yeah, back and in the day. Right now, he'd go and make a killing in the league. <laughs> yeah. God he Almighty, would. Chris Lofton, make yourself eighteen again and come back to the <laughs> University of Tennessee, please, big dog, please, man, um, man. Uh, Let's talk about this Missouri game, man. I yeah. am I am really looking forward to it because it's senior day. Uh, it's, I mean, it's the last time we'll see Cedric Tillman. It's the last time we'll see Hendon Hooker. Um, I mean, you name it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, big O. Um, a lot of these guys, Princeton fan, Jacob Warren, these guys that we've honestly seen grow from boys to men – Mm-hmm. Um, this is their last time running through the tee at Neyland Stadium. And so obviously there's going to be some emotions flying high, but I feel like because of what happened last week, they're going to silence that noise quickly. Like, all right, let's run through the tee. Uh, I'm going to cry my mama. And then they're going to be like, okay, let me lock, let me lock myself back in. Um, yeah. But let's I- dive in really quick to Missouri. Right. I, I explained yeah. a little bit earlier about their running back, their quarterback, their receiver. But when we talk about Missouri offensively, we know what we're getting, man. You're getting an Eli Drinkwitz team that is very undermatched in this game. Um, offensively this year, they have had moments. They've had moments all year. Um, mm-hmm. But when you when you talk about the opponent and when I say that, I mean the opponent in Tennessee you just can't feel confident if you're Missouri heading into this game. Uh, Missouri's four and five. (laughs) Um, Offensively, they are averaging 350 yards a game. They -hmm. are only averaging 23.1 points a game. They are actually allowing 21.4 points a game. That's really not bad considering Tennessee is allowing 21.7. Right. Um, Passing yards a game are 203.2 yards rushing. Um, they average about 150. And so Tennessee's got to do a really good job of tackling in space. You know, that was one thing last week that killed us, man. Like we get in space, we get into different scenarios, and we just aren't making the tackle. And that's what happens. And I don't think that that's something that we can do if we want to be successful for the rest of this year. Yeah, and I think that just goes along with if you want to be successful as a football team in general, you can't miss tackles in general. And, I mean, you go back and look at Georgia. Georgia didn't miss tackles. They had three missed tackles that whole game. Three. (laughs) That's wild, ain't it? Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Um, When you think about this Missouri team defensively, uh, like we said, I mean, they're only allowing 21.4 points a game. But they are allowing 304 yards a game. Um, they are allowing 100 and almost 200 yards of passing offense a game, 
And they're allowing teams to rush the football for 112 yards a game. So mm-hmm. this is a game for Tennessee's running backs. And this is a ta- this is a game for realignment in the offensive playbook. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I wasn't a big fan, but I mean we couldn't couldn't get anything going offensively against Georgia at all. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we I mean we didn't even run the football that first drive. I was really surprised by that. I'm not gonna lie. I was too. I was too. I was too. Um I, I think they're gonna get it together though, and they're gonna really be able to get locked in here heading into uh, what is the most important stretch of the season for the Vols? Um, it's very important, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, it is, this man. is huge, I mean, man. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we sit here and talk about Missouri like we're going – I mean, we should 100% kill Missouri. But, I mean, at the same time, man, it's <clears> – <throat> my nervous self gets nervous because, I mean, there's a lot there's a lot riding on the end of this season. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I I, call, I called you earlier and told and told you. I mean, not not looking forward, but we've always been nervous about that South Carolina game and the fact that it got it's going to be a night game. I don't know. It makes me a little nervous. I mean, we should go down there and take care of business, no problem. Don't get me wrong. Them boys but, lost to this team that we play today. To our next week, this week's Missouri. I, yeah. I don't want to hear nothing about no Spencer Rattler. Shane oh, I agree. Beamer. I, I, dude, I, I agree. If we go up there and lay an egg, we deserve to lose. Mm. That dude I, ain't nothing gonna be like Athens. No, man. And I, I seen, I seen it. I don't know if it's a tweet or somebody might have called a Georgia fan might have commented on the last video. And I was like, man, that's impressive. I ain't even gonna lie. If it, I mean, if it's true, I haven't seen it anywhere else. But he said that. Uh, Seen somebody comment on our last video and said Sanford Stadium got to 126 dB. Saturday. I, I saw something. Georgia posted something. It said 136, and I was like, "That's pretty okay. great." I mean, if it hit I, 136, I'm, yeah, ain't no, ain't nobody winning in that. No, prop, props to props to y'all. But I'm done talking about Georgia, though. Real talk, yeah, you can see the disgust talk. on my face. Like, I'm just like, dude, I'm, I'm done with y'all. Y'all can keep commenting, though. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> join the channel. Hey, if one of y'all want to join the Straight Up Network, man, Straight Up Georgia, listen, holla at me. We just have to start the network. You hear me? Uh, if you want to start a network, a podcast, man, we can do that thing. Um, yeah. But for now, keep liking, commenting, and subscribing to Straight Up Tennessee, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> y'all, this is just a perfect time. It's a perfect time to say that in, in all sense. Like, comment, subscribe, man. Continue to support. The, like, yeah. things are happening because of your support, man. And one of those things is our sponsorship with Tennessee Sporting Goods. And I know we say this all the time, but we need to let you know how important this is, man. Tennessee Sporting Goods is the sole provider of all merchandise for Straight Up Tennessee podcasts. Everything from hats, T-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, um, and anything that we dream up, Tennessee Sporting Goods will be the place where you're going to be able to find that. Our website is almost done. I'm serious. Like we'll have the website up by the end of the week. We'll be able to send it out. It'll be in every single video in the description. You'll be able to click there. Everything on our website will be 20% off. Um, And just let me tell you about Tennessee Sporting Goods, man. Tennessee Sporting Goods has been serving East Tennessee since 1951. 
it prides itself in in high quality sports uniforms, equipment, apparel and letterman jackets. You know, if you're tired of feeling just like another customer at another place, these are this 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 company and these people are not the people that will treat you that way. Ask for Taylor, ask for Melody, ask for Jared or just give them a call at 865-688-5454. Or if you're local in Knoxville, Tennessee, man, drive into the heart of Fountain City at 4817 North Broadway and just stop by anytime. You mentioned straight up Tennessee in the store or on the phone with Tennessee Sporting Goods. You may just have a discount in your favor. Could be 5%, could be 10, 15, 20. Uh, but mention straight up Tennessee and just see what you can get from Tennessee Sporting Goods, man. So, um, you know what, bro? I, I'm really kind of like getting that down pat a little bit. Like I'm kind of I'm kind of killing that recently, you know. <laughs> no, but for real, man, we love those dudes and what they're doing and how they're partnering with us. This is it's crazy, and the it's merch, awesome. the merch is gas. Yeah, bro, it, it's going to be insane. It really is. I can't wait. Um, I ain't gonna be wearing none of the Tennessee Nike stuff. I'm be wearing our stuff. <laughs> Hey, I heard that. I heard yeah, that. Bro. I want people asking, like, hey, where'd you get that? Oh, you know what? Go to the, go to www.companycasuals backslash straight up TN. You can find it. Bow. Absolutely. Tell them, and then go to YouTube and hit the bell notification. You heard? Hit it, hit it, hit it. Yes, sir. Uh, but man, let's talk about Missouri's defense, okay? Defensively, man, like I said, they they actually have seemed to be pretty dang solid. However, yeah. However, it's always good to look at the actual players. And this kind of leads into defense and offense, playmakers, who we need to look for. But first, when we talk about Missouri's defense, um, they return a lot of starters from last year. It's not like they've – excuse me. It's not like they've just had a complete roster turn turnover. Um, they've still got a ton of their guys from last year. Um, but when you look at it right here – they have uh, a linebacker. <laughs> I remember Tyron Hopper. And I remember him and Jalen yeah. uh, Charles. I remember they're stout. Uh, Charlie. They're, they're, yeah, Carlisle. They're stout. Carlisle. Yeah. They're stout at linebacker. I ain't even going to lie. Always they got, have been. They got great linebackers. They always have had great linebackers. Uh, you got Carlisle, who's a junior. Hopper, who's a junior. They, these guys have played together for some years. Um, and then I think they also were able to hit that transfer portal and get a couple of guys. Their defensive back, they got a defensive back in Joseph Charleston, who actually has the third most tackles on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting, I feel like. I, I don't I don't think that they match up well defensively when it comes down to – when it comes down to what Tennessee is going to want to do, they don't match up well. Um, no. Speed versus speed, they ain't got that speed that that we're going to bring. So I, I, I really find it interesting in that realm. Obviously, they're gonna do, everybody's going to now do try to do what Georgia did. But how long will that work? Well, and I'm just going to – we're not talking about Georgia, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Hate on me if you want. But we didn't – have any deep balls, but we beat them three times. 
yep. with deep balls. It just oh yeah, Hooker missed them. If yep. we're just being honest, we missed. Hyatt catches that first touchdown. I mean, I don't want to. You can't live in what if he caught that. But if he catches that first touchdown, different game. Completely different game, bro. Um, but yeah, I mean, playmakers for Missouri are those three guys: Carlisle, Hopper, um, Charleston, um, and then offensively, obviously, it's the quarterback, it's the running back, and Schrader. Um, Schrader is a senior, man. He, he, I feel like he's been there and he transferred in, I think actually. Um, but it feels like he's been there for like 18 plus years since he was born. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then they got some guys at receiver. Uh, I think they actually got a guy. Let me make sure. Yeah. Elijah young. He's from South Doyle in Knoxville. Mm -hmm. He's a junior now. Did they move him to receiver? He was running he's, back. He is. He's at running back now. Back to running back. <clears throat> um, but he's not yeah. really playing much. I seen him play in person. Now they fly. have a guy. They have a freshman in Luther Burden who is a who's dynamic offensively. Um, they put him in the pass game. They put him in the screen game, and they put him in the swing pass game when he's lines up in the backfield. He's a mm -hmm. freshman, so he's he's very talented, and so he's another guy to look out for. Um, but honestly, y'all, it's just time to cook. Like, like forget all the noise, forget about what happened. It's it's the biggest bounce back game you in, in Tennessee history. It, like I, I'm talking about, I feel like we gonna put fifty on their head. We might we might break another sixty two like last year. <sighs> Cause I just don't I know how pissed they are. Like I just know, man. Like they practicing different this week, bro. Yeah, and I mean I think that's the thing that I I mean I say it all the time, but I love that about our team. You know, I think they're on to the next one as soon as yeah. that game's over. As soon as Snap that game's over with. Snap and clear mentality, bro. Um mm -hmm. what you thinking? What you thinking about this? You know, I what time when whatever time you guys are watching this, y'all know we shoot these in the mornings. Uh, college football playoff it rolls out tonight uh what's your top four looking like <clears throat> man i don't know reese said he thinks we'll be at four i just read I, I read that but i don't know i think i mean i don't know i still think it's crazy in my opinion georgia's gonna be number one 100 mm percent -hmm. if it was if it was me doing it I know this is not going to happen because because of their name. I know like their name like they ain't going to it ain't going to happen. But I would put Michigan at 2. Michigan's taking care I mean Michigan is taking care of business against teams. If you get what I'm saying. Ohio State I mean it was 7-7 seven, seven midway through the third quarter against Northwestern, a 1 and 7 Northwestern team. You you're just, not lying. You're not lying. I'm just about I'm just being honest. But I don't think – I think it'll be Ohio State 2. I think they'll put Georgia 1. I think they'll do Ohio State 2, Michigan. I think TCU 4, then us 5. I really do. Yeah. I think they're no, going to they're put, they're gonna put those four undefeated teams, and then they're going to put us. They're going to put that Big 12 team in just because – because there's nobody in the Big 12 that's even remotely close. You know, mm -hmm. for, for years it was Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Um, but they now, 
Huh? Do they still have to? Do they, I know Oklahoma's trash this year, but do they still have to play Oklahoma? I don't know. Played? I think they. I feel like they already played Oklahoma, um, but I think because of because they are undefeated, I do think TCU sneaks into four this week. Um, but they got an opportunity to lose to Texas this weekend as well. So it's in Texas, right? It's at it's Texas. In, it's in Austin. Yep. Seven thirty. And Quinn Ewers is back. <laughs> He's, they're playing good football right now. So it's just something to think about, man. It's like we got a lot of help last week with Alabama going down, with Clemson going down. And now it's just it, – it, I don't even know if it's about playing the game. I mean, if – we got we to win out and win out like huge. And I'm not saying huge, but I mean like 50. We got we to win we, by two, three touchdowns every game. We got to – whatever the spread is, we got to cover. Oh yeah, and, and we got to cover. Yeah, yeah, we got to sure. cook it up for sure. Um, but, but I think personally, like a, t- a team like TCU, if they lose one game, I, I, they're not going to make the playoff, in my opinion. No, 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 they won't. They won't make the playoff. <laughs> There's no way no. around that. They ain't gonna make that. Um, so here's but, your, here's your question. La- last okay, what's, question. What's good? Ohio State, Michigan play last game of the season. Okay. Michigan beats Ohio State. You think Ohio State stays in? Nah. You don't think so? Nope. Nope. Mm, you know why? Because if we're still right there on the cusp, who had the better loss? Oh, absolutely. 100%. We I mean, we still got the best rep. We still got the best resume, one loss who's resume got, in the country. Who's got the best resume and who had the better loss? You lost to number one? No, you didn't. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think whoever loses that game is out of the playoff. That's it's how it, it's, it's how it always is. Um, right. The only conference that's ever going to have two teams in the playoff until they open it up is going to be the SEC. Um, the, crazy, the crazy thing to think about, and you said this in our last episode, man, it's just crazy to think about if – LSU controls their own destiny. Now, this is a long shot. If LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship. They I'm are with, a lock. It's a lock to go to the playoff. And and Georgia's going to go over us because they got the tiebreaker against us. Exactly. So, LSU how, would – I mean, it would probably be – if I had to guess, though, the winner of Ohio State-Michigan would be number one. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. LS, LSU would be two. Yeah, and then whoever's that—that's where it gets a little fishy, though, because if Tennessee is there still, could there actually be three SEC teams? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, what do you do now? This all depends on if TCU loses Saturday. If TCU doesn't lose and they win out, it's going to be TCU at three, Georgia at four, right? Yeah, Yeah. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But. There's a, there is a, there is a, and, and then you know what? You can't count them out, which this makes me throw up in my mouth to think about, but you can't count Oregon out. No, you can't. They're playing so, great football right now. So it's like, what do they do? Like, what are they going to do? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm, I'm really anxious about, I honestly, man, I'm, I'm ready to see that show in, in two to three weeks to see where we sit. Tomorrow, oh, yeah. 
tomorrow really don't mean anything. We still there's it's, it's like Hopple said in his press conference. They asked him about it. He said we, there's still a month left of football. It is. Yep, he did say that. He did. There is still a month left of football that everybody has to play. Yeah, so much can change, bro. Yeah, so much will change as well. Um, yeah. Bro, let's hop into this real quick, too. You already know. It's the who is Missouri. Um, We got to have our two questions, man. Who are the playmakers for Tennessee offense and defense this week? Um, What do you need to see for Tennessee to honestly kind of get back on track? Secondary. If I was to pick a playmaker on the defensive side of the ball, Man, I'm gonna say slaughter. Honestly, either slaughter, slaughter or McCullough. Honestly, yeah, dude, McCullough. Oh my gosh. Because I mean, we can we can sit here and talk about you know Turnage getting beat, but that's some pretty dang good coverage. Bro, he was all over him. He was all over him. Just a great ball. Um, Slaughter bit on the double move. Yeah, and then then after that, he was afraid to get beat deep. Yeah. So he, he just started play, playing he, he, over. He was playing like <laughs> nine yards off. He was just he was just being so simple there. And McCullough got toasted by McIntosh. Toasted, absolutely, absolutely toasted. So I'm Ran I'm gonna right go with I'm I'm gonna go with McCullough. I think McCullough. I think McCullough is my defensive player of the game. Offense. Hey, I think it's time for Hendo. This is this is a this is a game where you come back. I know we say we can't say Hendo because I'd nah, say it every you can game. Say, you can say him this game, bro. But this is a game where he comes out and he's like, "Listen, I had one off game, y'all. Let me let I'm you still, know what I'm about." Yes. Hey, what Drake said. I'm still here, dog. Oh, now I'm back now. Oh. Yeah, uh, man. For me, defensively, defensively for me. It's Amari Thomas. Like, where was he Saturday? Yeah, like, I get that. I was like, where is he? Is he even playing? Mm-hmm. Um, the linebackers had the – I mean, I haven't seen that crew play that good ever. It was great. And it's fantastic. They played incredible from Beasley to, to Jawan to Jeremy. So long when he had his reps, they played absolutely incredible. Um, the defensive line just was – I, I, they got to wake up. And Omari Thomas, I'm calling you out. I need you, big dog. I need you. Um, offensively, man, you say Hendo, it's time for Jay Hyatt, man. Let's go have a day, Brody. Let's let's tag team. Let's, let's, let's score three. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say this too, and I ain't going to sit on this long. I feel so bad for Cedric Tillman, man. I do too. Like he going third, fourth round now for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, and it ain't his fault. It's it's just that he got hurt and he he's not gonna have the numbers like he did. Like he's proven talent and he's incredible, but should have left last year. Yeah, and you could kind of tell during that Georgia game, he kind of he had one play where he planted a little too hard in that ankle. It still wasn't a hundred. I mean, it, he, he's a hundred, but he didn't feel like yeah money. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I mean, no offense, no offense to Tillman, but I think, and you might think different, but I think, you know, last year in the beginning of the year, this year, yeah, T- Tillman was Hooker's guy. They had that. They had that. They had that connection. Yeah, I think 
from Tillman being out those couple games that month, him and Hyatt just got, got something going on that it's just different right now. I, and I beg to differ and say it's just it's not even necessarily just him and Hyatt. It's him and like everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I mean, Brew had five, six catches against Brew was, Georgia. Brew was targeted eleven times against Georgia. Against Georgia, six yeah. receptions for like 30, 30 something yards. Yeah, it was six for thirty-eight. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, man. I think it's time for for them to cook up again, and I'm 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 gonna be rocking my Cedric Tillman shirt this week. But um, yeah, he he got to cook up something. I need Cedric Tillman to have a a, a big rest of the year, um, man. As we round this episode out, y'all listen. You know that the last question is, man. Score predictions. Turn. What are we finna do to these boys? <laughs> fifty eight. Fifty eight. Thirteen. Oh wow, he's. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I tried to keep a straight face. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, feel like Turner be purposely putting people on murder scenes, bro. <laughs> that man said fifty-eight thirteen, bro. Like he said, Missouri is another MAC team, bro. <clears throat> no, bro. I mean, you you sit here and think they about scored twenty something on us last year. Yeah, but I mean, I think we get pressure on Cook. He's gonna cough up the ball, and I mean, I think their strong suit on offense is running the football. And our 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 front seven is actually pretty good against the run, yeah. if we're being yeah. honest. So, I'm pretty firm in my score prediction. I really like this. I'm gonna say fifty-one twenty. I like my score. We're not far off. Nah, but. <laughs> 51 20 i think that i think that missouri scores a couple times i think they score in the first quarter and then i think they score in like the fourth quarter first fourth quarter yeah first first or third first and third or first and fourth um and yeah i, I honestly i i'm gonna say this i think missouri scores the first touchdown I think they go up seven nothing, and then this is like, all right, everybody in Neyland's scared and quiet, and then guess what? Ba da da bop bop, we slinging it. He's <laughs> <laughs> slinging it, man. So, um, man, y'all already know, man. Like, comment, subscribe. This is the Who Is Missouri. We got content. Obviously, it's always. We always have it, man. The midweek chat on Thursday. Possibly going to have a guest on that thing. If we don't, we might have a guest on the one more day this week. Either way, we're going to try to have a guest at some point this week. Uh, but get ready on Thursday. We'll have another one. And then on Friday, obviously, our one more day episode. And then we'll be back Sunday for the next day after the Missouri game. Turner, my boy. I'm... I'm up, dude. It's, the, it's the, such a good time, bro. Tennessee basketball played last night. Tennessee football is going on. Man, hey, if we don't get in the playoff, how you feeling about that Sugar Bowl? I'm Hey, Sugar Bowl's a win. I'm 100% all win. I'm all about it, 100%. I, I'll, <laughs> be pissed, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm pissed, facts. but I'll be there. Facts, facts. Hey, y'all, man, we'll be back Thursday for the midweek chat. For my man Turner, you already know it's your boy, Ruck. And it's straight up Tennessee, baby.